success is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Hey, hey, hey. Good Thursday morning, everybody. So I hope everybody's coming with their energy and is doing great today. We have an awesome topic for you this morning. Um, but real quick, just a reminder, we are now a podcast, Agent Power Huddle podcast. So you can listen to us on the go. So make sure um, whatever your podcast uh, provider is that you are uh, downloading and um, the podcast and give us a review, right? We need reviews on our new podcast. So give us a review if you can. So Android, iPhone, just pick your favorite podcast provider. Thanks so much, you guys. Okay, uh, I think you all know me, but for those of you that may know me, just a reminder, I'm Amy Izzo. Um, I'm a real estate agent in the Midwest, and uh, I'm here for you every Thursday with some value-added topics. And today I have Steve Trezik, the mind and body architect, um, my favorite health coach joining us, because I think that there are a lot of things that um, we can leverage uh, relative to mindset, especially this time of year. So let's for a minute, I want everybody to unmute for a minute, or a few of you to be brave and unmute for a minute. Tell me some things that we might find difficult to do right now in our day-to-day. What are some things that we are maybe are struggling with or finding difficult to stay consistent with in our day-to-day? And it can be personal or professional. It doesn't matter. My Sticking to the lead gen schedule. Staying on a lead gen schedule. Maybe lead gen, Making those calls, making those contacts, doing it before, doing the hard things first. Yeah, hard. what's hard, Ken? Uh, just making calls for me, uh, calling, calling, and contacting five agents, making twenty contacts on my uh, for my customers. Uh-huh. Uh, it's so much more fun to screw around making videos. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Oh, let's get a couple more in here. Yeah, making the calls, the lead gen activities. Come on. James, you got one for me, James? Be brave. Anything that's challenging right now? Staying focused with so many tasks. Focused, <laughs> Staying focused right? on the things that actually result in income. Staying focused on the income generating activities. I understand that. I understand that when you have a lot of balls in the air. Okay. Um, oh, I see my friend Andy from Miami. <laughs> Lots of friends out there. But um, okay, so I wanted to so let's talk a little bit about that because that that is what happens to us a lot throughout the year. But especially, I think this time of year, we come. We talked a little bit last week about how we come into the new year, you know, typically ready to go. Um, Nate said also following a new workout regime, so understand that too. I've been there, Nate. So um, so we come into the new year just ready, ready, ready to go, geared up for the new year. Sometimes we get right into our new routines. And I think this is around the time where 
um, it's almost happy new year in real estate. I always think of February as like happy new year in real estate. It's when people sort of wake up from the slumber of the holidays and now they're thinking about spring and summer uh, and they're starting to come to us and we're starting to get busier and busier. Um, or if we're not, we're thinking about how to get busier and busier and we're kind of looking at what our activity has been. So I want to bring Steve in. So, Steve, I think you just have to unmute whenever you're ready. I'm unmuted. I've been listening the whole time. I'm going to bring Steve Cusick in a little bit because I've learned a lot from this gentleman, and it applies not only to personal life, but also to our business life. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, with Steve and all of you and how do we move ourselves to a place where we're getting the right things done every day. Ooh, that's a great question. And first off, let me, before I start my conversation with you, let's give it up for Amy Izzo for showcasing this every single week or every day. Even I see you on her all the time and showing up (laughs) every Thursday at a high level. But for those that have seen Amy's journey, is the transformation not just so inspiring, not just from the external, but from the inside out? And the short time I've known Amy, it's probably been almost coming up on a year now. She's getting better. She's thriving more, not only in her health, but also her business and her family and all the things that she's left behind in order to achieve what she's achieved today. It's not about adding more things. Amy has said, hey, what are more things we need to do in order to accomplish the, the directives, the outcomes that we want, those objective outcomes? And I'll call them future achievements. I'm not going to call them goals. They're just future achievements to what you want to accomplish. And Amy has had to remove so many things that weren't serving her so that she could fill in that space with those activities, doings, the possibilities that allowed her to become as successful as she has. And Amy hasn't peaked yet. We never peak. We continue growing. We continue thriving. And deep down inside, Amy had to, dis- had, to, had to make a decision that she believed that she could be where she's at now today, right? Well, thank you, Steve. So, that, and, it's, and that's the truth. Listen, I, I'm honored and I'm privileged. Like, I'm, I'm fired up and privileged to be here again. This is my second time, so maybe I said something right and I resonated with something last time. And, you know... I, my experience is really in the health, fitness, wellness, nutrition, and mindset background. So my intention is to help people bring them from the dark and bring, bring them from the dark, bring them into the light, and allow them to create what they want to become from the inside out. So I'm going to share with you what I've learned over the better part of two decades, 25 years, and how I've started thinking correctly and thus acting correctly in my success and helping coach other people to get what they want and what they deserve. So thank you so much, Amy, for the introduction. And there's so many places we can start with this, right? And Mm -hmm. let's start with this. Being here the last time in the last conversation, the last huddle, and this was probably about six to eight weeks ago, the information that you're delivering and with the guests that are showing up, the information's fantastic. But what if I were to tell you that it's not more information that you need, right? It's not the information that we need. It's going to be you taking the action is a first step, taking the action of doing the thing that you know you need to do that you're currently not doing. Mm 
So when you ask the question, hey, what are we challenged with? I, I like to ask this question. What are you currently frustrated with? What's frustrating you in your business? What's frustrating you in your health? What's frustrating you in your relationship? And when you start thinking about what those frustrations are, it really comes down to, well, let's put it this way. You can't talk about transforming because transformation is what we all are striving for. We want to become bigger. We want to grow. And I use the analogy of like an acorn. And what's the job of an acorn? And if you ask people, well, the job of an acorn is that it's going to grow into its own oak tree. But really, if you think about it, because we're all on teams here, like we're here not to just serve ourselves, but to serve others and grow teams. And I think there's a lot of team leaders on here from what Amy was saying when we had our conversation. So an acorn, it falls into the soil and it gets cultivated and it gets sunshine, it gets water, it, it starts getting nurtured. And it's going to grow into the best, giant, greatest oak tree that it possibly can. And depending on the amount of effort that you put in, because your effort, by the way, is a direct reflection of your commitment to what your outcome goal is going to be or your future achievement. Let me say that again. Your efforts that you put forth are a direct reflection of your commitment to your future achievements. So... The job of the acorn is not to produce a giant, strong oak tree. The job of the acorn is to heed more acorns, to produce more acorns, deliver to yourself so that you can deliver to others. And that's part of transformation. As a matter of fact, I've defined transformation, and this is where I lean into, and transformation in itself, and it goes with business, fitness, health, again, relationships, finances, Transformation is a thorough or dramatic change in form, foundation, or appearance. Now, appearance isn't always going to be physical. Like, well, I fit, like Amy Izzo. Amy Izzo has made a very noticeable physical change transformation in her body. But it also comes down to her appearance in what her family life is like. It's the appearance of even her bank account, because as she's becoming healthier, her bank account grows. Coincidence? I think not. And the form and the foundation of the, of the standards and the values that Amy has, has become stronger. So that's real transformation. So let's, I want to skim over that. So let's talk about, let's say that again. So real transformation, you define transformation as a thorough or dramatic change in form or appearance. Yeah. Like you know what? I'll, I'll throw in their foundation as well, because the foundation is going to come to a topic that I, I feel like we need to bring attention to today. Mm-hmm. And so if you think about it, the transformation, and that word, by the way, is used so often right now. It's like a buzzword, transformation. You know, we got to transform. Like, what does that mean? If you can't define what transformation means to you, or if you can't lean into what it means to somebody else and you can actually align with what that, that meaning is, then you're essentially chasing just that proverbial rabbit. You're just never going to catch anything because you don't have it defined. So then you have to define, all right, well, what's ultimately success? And I got this from the book, The Strangest Secret. It was written by Earl Nightingale. I'm sure, who knows, have you read Earl's Earl's work? Phenomenal, right? And success is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. 
So if you have a worthy ideal that you're progressively working towards every single day, you're going to be a success. So for someone that just said, hey, what are you challenged at? Well, I'm challenged at making the amount of calls I need to make. Well, can we agree that making those calls on a regular, consistent basis is going to be a driver for you getting to what your success goal is going to be? So when you miss a day or or an opportunity of making those calls that you know you should be making, you're not meeting the alignment to what that success is going to be for your day and then compounding into the week and then compounding into the month. And it kills your mindset, right? When I know I'm supposed to make 15 calls this morning and I don't make any or I make two, I know it. I know it in here. I know it in here all day long. I know it tomorrow. I know it the day after. It really kills your mindset. So maybe the goal's too high, right? Maybe the goal's too high. If I <laughs> and I'll I'll let I'll let you jump in there. Yeah, well, yeah, there's there's certainly some truth to that, but there's also an equation to what success is as well. So there's not only a, de- a definition, but an equation. And this is something that you know, I see Gail Zintek on here, who's who's absolutely an inspiring of possibilities that I've had the very great privilege of, of working with for uh, over a year now. And they're very familiar with this concept, but there's an equation, a transformation equation. And this is something that you could possibly write down and maybe use it how it works best for you in your life. But that equation is going to be, you know, I tell you what, I'm going to write it down here. I got a whiteboard behind me. I usually don't do this, but I'm going to try it out. So the equation, the the transformation equation is this. It's R times C squared. Can you see that? I can bring Mm -hmm. it up if you want closer. Plus T. T. Here's what's important. Gail, I'm going to get this right this time. (laughs) Is greater than S. R times C squared plus T is greater than S. So R is responsibility. You being responsible to what you've set out to do. The C squared is going to be commitment and consistency. The level of commitment and consistency that you have towards a given future achievement. Plus T. People aren't patient. They need time to produce that. T is for time. I am not patient. Right? Hey, listen, I'm not a doctor, but I'm losing my patience here. <laughs> <laughs> so R times C squared plus T, which is time, is greater than success. See, it's not equivalent to success. It's always going to be greater than success. Your success is not something that you pursue. It's something that you attract. So when you're attracting success by this equation, your success is always going to be ahead of you. You don't meet that success. You're always performing at a level uh, above and ahead of what your progressive realization of a worthy ideal is. So think about that. How many are 100% responsible for the items, tasks, and doings in your business currently? 100% responsible. You might have a team, but how much are you keeping 100% responsible? How much are you committed? Where are your priorities lying? Where are you eating that frog? I did hear somebody say that, I think it was, maybe it was Nate. I'm not sure. Somebody had said that the lead generation and getting that big, ugly, audacious task done first thing in the day. 
That works for a lot of people. Doesn't work for everybody. But how, at what level of commitment are you to your process? And then consistency. Consistency comes to the zero effect, which I can explain as well. And then plus time, as we demonstrated, what you do every day matters more than what you do every so often, which also ties into the zero effect. And I'll explain that. Greater than your success, which is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. So the key to success, and here's, here's the best part. I get people asking me all the time, hey, Steve, what's the key to success? What's the magic bullet? What's the right training program? What's the right nutrition protocol? How much sleep should I really be getting? What's the key to success, Steve? Well, what if I told you the key to success was there was no key to success? It's a combination. Almost think of it as a combination lock. When I was in high school, I was an athlete, and I had a designated locker for all my sports, my wrestling, my football, my baseball. I also had a designated locker for the hallway when I was just going from class to class. Mm -hmm. On that locker, there was a combination lock. And that would give me, that would allow me into where I needed to go. I'd go to the right. Once I go click over past twice to the left and then I would go, actually, I think it was all, it was all the way. Keep going, keep going to the right and then go twice around to the left and then one time to the right. And then you unlock that combination. To me, this is my combination. This is the lock. This is no, it's not one key. This is the combination lock. And perhaps you have your own combination lock. But here's one thing that I can confidently say about, human beings in general is that we can't even talk about transformation or making change or talking about that success code or the combination lock before we talk about the one thing that most people, if not everybody I know lives at a, a need for improvement attribute and that's integrity. Most of us, let's think about your health for a second. Look at your health for a moment, and I don't know anybody. I've not had a conversation with anybody that said, nope, I am perfectly fine with how I am, and this is just the way it's going to be. Every conversation I have says, yeah, of course I can afford to improve my health to some capacity. But the reason why you're not to the level of health that you want to be at or desire to be at or you have other attributes in your life is because you're lacking personal integrity. And I know that sounds harsh for people. And there, I get people be like, F you, man. Like, I'm a high-level integrity person. Well, well, hold on a second. Hold on. You have integrity for everybody else in your world. You have integrity for the people on your team, for your family, for your kids, for your neighbor. If my neighbor comes over here and says, hey, Steve, can you give me a hand in 15 minutes to go shovel the driveway? I live in Chicagoland area, so there's a ton of snow here. I say, yeah, I'll be there in 15 minutes. Guess what? What time am I going to be there? I'm going to be there in 15 minutes to go shovel the driveway. If Amy Izzo calls me up and says, hey, do you want to go meet halfway between where I'm located, where she's at in Indiana? Do you want to go meet for lunch at 12 o'clock tomorrow? And I say, yeah, I'll meet you there at lunch. What time, am I going to, what time will I be there for lunch tomorrow? I'll be there when I say I'm going to be there. But personal integrity is where we're not falling in alignment to the commitments that we give to ourselves. And how I define personal integrity 
is you doing the things you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do them when nobody else is watching. How many of you, we'll see a show of hands. Let's talk about our health again. How many said that the diet starts on Monday ever in their life? How many people said the diet starts Monday? Million times. Million times. Million times. How many of you had said, okay, because now we're sitting at the 28th of January, you had an open conversation with yourself, whether it was spoken or silent, and you said to yourself, 2021, man, 2020 was, ah, that really set me back with my health. But 2021, this is my year. This is the year that I'm going to get refocused. I'm going to gain back control of my health and get back my life because I'm going, I'm committed this time. I'm going to do it. How many people said 2021 is going to be their year in their health or their fitness? or to some level, to some extent. How about getting up early? Hey, I'm going to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to get 15 minutes of cardio. Or I'm going to go make my breakfast. Or I'm going to go get my meals prepared. You see, you do everything for everybody else. You have integrity for the rest of the people in your world, but you don't have the personal integrity for what's happening in you, in your health, and or it crosses over to your business. And it does. I don't care what level of success you're at. It absolutely crosses over to your business. I, we, I always put all the weight on how many transactions, how much money I made. Was I, even in the beginning, was I surviving? Then did I grow from survival to somewhere else? from a financial, from a selling houses perspective? I did not put enough weight on the health piece. And when I started to get the health right, the business just came along. It flourished with it and new opportunities have come along. And all of a sudden I was making all the calls every single day. I was using my CRM like I'm supposed to, you know, one, um, they're, they're not um, independent of each other, right? They, they flow together. They flow together. So when you start to really get good personal integrity, doing the things you tell yourself you're going to do every single day, you also then begin to do those things in your business, at least from my experience. Let me give you a quick story because this can this is a direct correlation to how it opened my my mind, my brand, my business, and being in the health club industry for 20 years, I've had many phenomenal experiences, but there's one that really stuck out. And Amy, I'm going to share the story of Debbie real quick, because I think it's going to be important just because again, you don't have to be in a, on a weight loss journey or a, or a fat loss journey to appreciate this. But I'm going to take you back into my little time machine here. And let's say it's November 30th, 2007. I was a fitness manager at a health club out here in the Chicago suburbs and it was the last day of the month. It was close out for any of those that had a sales position or a sales job and a lot of you were selling. Now you have closeouts and you have to meet a certain expectation to a goal and to a budget. And we were sitting at about an $8,000 deficit for a personal training goal for this club, which is a relatively big club. And I had, I had several appointments scheduled with new member acquisition. So new members that join, they get a complimentary fitness assessment. They get a chance to use the club with a trainer to give, you know, try it on, you see if it fits for them, see if it's something that's going to fit in their budget. And so this lady, Debbie had made an appointment. I'm going to make this brief here, but I want to get to the reason why this is emotional. It's an emotional decision. 
is she came in to the gym for the first time. It was two o'clock in the afternoon. She picked a slow time in the gym because she was extremely, frankly, she was embarrassed. She was very awkward. She weighed 348 pounds. She was five, five, three or five, four. She wasn't very tall. She was the same age as I was. I was 30 years young at the time. And she came into the club and you can just see the panic on her face. She just did not want to be there, but she had showed up. She made the commitment and she showed up to meet with me so that she can go over the club and, you know, go through a quick brief assessment with me. And so when we sat down in the office, I went through a par queue. And it's a form that maybe if you've ever been to a gym or maybe you've been in an interview process of some sort, it's a physical, able and ready to, uh, to exercise questionnaire. And we went over her personal information. We went over her goals, her expectations, what her history was, what medications are you going over, et cetera, et cetera. And we built a great report. And I, I spent a lot of time with her because when we started talking, I looked at it less as, hey, I need this new member or this new client acquisition. And I said, I need to change this lady's life. There's something that is she needs to have that, that hope and that belief again. And when we had that conversation, something was just really hitting me right in the heart. And we, we just opened up to each other. She went from kind of clothes like this, like, yeah, I'm just here because my husband made me come here and to just open, you know, just like she just started opening up like a rose petal and just being herself. And it was, it was a fantastic transition of emotion. So we, I put her on the gym floor. She lasted about eight minutes. She went on the treadmill. She was sweating profusely. She grabbed, we grabbed a couple dumbbells real light and she was just fatigued. She was, she was beat within just a few short minutes. So we got back into the office and we, we went over the second half of the park queue, the second side of the questionnaire. And there's a question that's on there that said on a scale of one to 10, how serious are you about starting an exercise program? Debbie had circled a six. Now she's 348 pounds. She's in, she's the same age as I am. She's uh, pre-diabetic. I'm surprised she wasn't diabetic. She had two kids and her life was going down the toilet based on her health and her lack of care for herself. And she circled a six and I was taken back. I said, Debbie, I got to ask, what's the reason you circled a six on this? I'm surprised you even showed up. Well, she said it was either this or I was going to get a cosmetic surgery. I was going to get a lap band surgery. Now, back then, lap band surgeries cost $8,000. And I had to make a decision. I had to go into my persuasion and influence. And it just kicked in because I can't allow Debbie to go invest $8,000 because what got her in that condition, what got us into the condition of being unhealthy and being out of shape was not having a regimen for fitness and exercise. It was eating poorly. It was living an unhealthy lifestyle. It was not sleeping well. Those are the things that do not get fixed or rectified by going through a cosmetic surgery or a weight loss surgery. So we were, we were diving in a little bit deeper in this, and she was just, she was really unsure. She was like, well, I know I need this, but I also don't want to put in the work, et cetera, et cetera. And I said this, I go, Debbie, I looked at her. This is the first time I've ever said this, and this was a this was an epiphany moment for me. I go, Debbie, I said, when you look in the mirror and you get out of the shower and you have no clothes on, you're just staring at yourself in the mirror. I said, what do you see? 
started really started bawling. She started crying. She started getting really emotional. I started crying too, to be honest with you. And she was just, she was bawling. She goes, when I look in the mirror, Steve, I see 200 pounds of fat that I have to get off this body or I'm not going to live to see my kids grow up. I said, Debbie, I don't see 200 pounds of body fat on you that you need to lose. I see 200 pounds of broken promises to yourself that you need to get control of immediately. See, we're living in a stage right now. You don't have to have lost or be in a position where you need to lose 200 pounds to understand the fact that what you're hiding from right now is so far back in the back of your mind that you isolate it for what's really important for you serving yourself and you serving your family and you taking care and control and you stop breaking the promises that you've made yourself of making the phone calls or getting deep into your lead generation or figuring out what's going to be those most, those highest income producing activities. Because when you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, you ding and lose your confidence every single time. It's no wonder that people have that, that low self-esteem, the low confidence is because they're not doing the things they told themselves they were going to do when they said they were going to do it, when nobody else is watching. So at what level and stage of integrity or self-integral levels are you at currently? Because we speak these things into our, into our life and into existence. And the good news is you can start, you can turn that around, right? So, you know, see, when you say, um, when you break the promises that you make yourself, we all make ourselves promises. I'm going to call five people today. I'm going to work out for 30 minutes today. I'm going to go for a walk today. I'm going to clean up my CRM this month, this week, whatever it is. We all make ourselves those promises. When you don't do them, it dings your confidence. And it has the opposite effect too, right? When you do do what you say you're going to say, or you, when you do do what you say you're going to do, and then you do that over and over and over again, it builds that confidence in those small um, habits that you start to form, they compound. And I know we talk about this all the time, but they really do compound. And the five calls every single day start to turn into transactions. The 15 minutes you're walking a day turns into 30 minutes, turns into 60 minutes of something else, you know, and it over time, right? What did Steve say? Responsibility times commitment and consistency over time, right? We need all of those things. We have to take responsibility first. We have to be committed then to what we're going to do, do those things consistently over time greater than success. Yeah, Andy just posted, say, hey, Andy just posted, say, hey, you know what, give yourself some slack. Like, it's okay. If you mess up, it's okay. But the awareness to it, the awareness is transformational in itself, and see, I didn't, my intention wasn't to come here and give you more tactics and strategies and information that you can start going to lean into. Mine was, hey, you have the success code built into you already. Like there's something right now that you're not doing in your business, in your health, in your life, in your relationship that you're not doing that you know you should be doing. So let's say if it is phone calls and you're all excited, you're like, you know what? That is so right. I'm going to make my phone, I'm going to make 20 phone calls per day and I'm going to get my business back on track, baby. I'm fired up. And then you start thinking to yourself like, well, why is it that I made my 20 phone calls? I did them one day. Then I did them. Uh, yes. The compound effect is certainly a fantastic. It's one of my go-tos. You do one day, then you do a second day and then you miss the third day. Then you do the fourth day, you miss the fifth, miss the sixth, because it, the question is, 
how many phone calls are you making today? If you're not making any phone calls today or very erratic or inconsistent, then you have to ask yourself this, how many phone calls can I make today that I can make tomorrow, that I can make on Saturday, I can make on Sunday, if those are days you put in effort, then Monday, Tuesday, like what can you do every single day that's going to start compounding? Well, if you don't make any phone calls today or you're very inconsistent, can you make three phone calls today? Can you make three calls tomorrow, three calls the next day until you start building this integrity momentum? Then you can add two more calls per day. So that's, that's something that we call a power promise, mm-hmm. right? It's something so small that you can do to start building momentum back into your business, your life, your health, whatever it is that's really, really important to you. And it works. You know, it works. So we don't need more information. We really just need to get responsible and real with around where we are and then choose um, some small things that we can do every single day over and over again that we know over time will add up into um, the success that we're looking for. I would just say pick one thing. Just just start with one thing. But in order to add one thing, you say, hey, if I'm going to make five phone calls per day today, but you already know that your bandwidth is going to be stacked like 24 hours in a day. Everybody has it. And we're it's already filled with stuff to do, but there's also something in there that's not serving you. You might just have to remove 15 minutes of social media browsing in order to get those five phone calls in. You might just have to remove whatever's distracting you. That's holding you back and creating a conflict or that's not in alignment to what your standards and values are. That's going to produce that future achievement. That's a great point. Great point. So it's not right. about it's not adding more. We need to remove something so that we can create that vacuum so it can be plugged in and start becoming a residual consistent process. All right, guys, I, I want to be respectful of our time. I know we're kind of at the end of our 30 minutes, um, but lots of you have hung around. So while we have a couple minutes, um, if anybody wants to hang on, if you have any questions or you want to share anything, we can do that. And if not, we're just going to wrap it up. So we're going to wrap it up. And I hope you got some good nuggets that you can put into your day to help you build, you know, your habits and continue to build your business. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. The books can be downloaded. Andy sharing some books that we can download. And you can always find me on social media as well. If you have any questions, you can reach out on the side as well. Um, Any questions, any comments, any takeaways, any ahas, anything that, you can start implementing or maybe something that, Hey, I know I should be doing this, but now it kind of gives me some better reinforcement to do so. It's really just reminding me and reinforcing the track I've been on the last, you know, few weeks or a couple weeks with adding new healthy habits that I've let go over quarantine and really focusing on staying on track getting my things done so thank you it's been very helpful awesome and then just ask that one question everybody should honor yourself with the question of what am i currently that i know i should be doing something really small it could be moving it could be just taking a, a walk around the block it could be just walking on the treadmill for 10 minutes well what's 10 minutes gonna do that does compound trust me mm-hmm. it creates it creates initiative and momentum my pleasure Awesome. All right, guys, have a great day. Have a great rest of your Thursday. I'll see you all next week. Too late. We already are. Thank you, Steve. 
If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.